Hi, welcome to the eighth episode of Brian's Sportatorium Podcast. It is almost baseball season, so today I'm going to be doing an American League overview, and then I'll probably do a National League overview next week. This is, I think, the second time I've talked baseball on here. I think we went over the Nolan Arenado trade briefly. So yes, I'm excited to finally be discussing baseball, and I'll give my thoughts and predictions on the American League. Uh, just a couple of things I wanted to mention first. I just wanted to go over the bracket recently. It's been it's been chaotic. Uh, my picks have not worked out as as I wanted to. And I imagine that's the case for most people, as there are zero perfect brackets left. It did not make it through the round of 64, which is crazy. There's already been some huge upsets. Obviously, Oral Roberts uh, over Ohio State, which hurt me deeply, but it's okay. Currently, Loyola Chicago is beating Illinois by nine with two minutes left. So that'd be another that'd be the first one seed going down. You had Texas losing to a 14 seed in uh, Abilene Christian. I think Virginia lost to Ohio, the 413, which I did predict on here, but none of my other predictions really worked out, so I won't take too much credit. <laughs> and then, yeah, so that was most of them. And then you had Purdue losing to North Texas. So there were definitely some upsets. It's been kind of kind of wild. And then the 18 seed would go down as another one. I expect to just continue on that trend. The other thing I wanted to bring up briefly is just because it just happened was Kenny Galladay signing with the Giants, four years, seventy-two million, so eighteen million a year. That was a huge get for the Giants. They got he he was hurt last year, but the year before he put up ele- uh, almost twelve hundred yards and eleven touchdowns. He's great at contested catches and a great red zone threat due to his size, which the Giants severely lack, and they were terrible in the red zone. So I'm hopeful that they'll be much improved to that, and maybe they'll draft an offensive lineman or another receiver or something like that. I'll probably cover the Giants or just football in general as the draft gets closer um, and once I finish these baseball previews. But, yeah, so I was just excited about that. I will say I do not understand the NFL cap. I still don't. He Somehow his cap hit is only $4.5 million when he signed for $18 million a year. Not really sure how that works. I know it's going to be higher in the next years and a signing bonus, but still, it just, I don't know. I feel like they just, NFL teams just do things and we're just like, all right, I guess that works. And we just accept it and move on. But yeah, so anyway, starting with the American League East, I'm going to probably go in order of the, of where I think they'll rank in the division. So I have the Yankees. The problem with the Yankees, it's always health, but even when they're not healthy, they're always either competing right for the uh, lead in the American League East or they're like clearly a wild card team so it's always about health for them they have the hitting Voight, DJ, Judge, Stanton, Glaber they have some nice fielding with Geo especially Clint Frazier is now the everyday left fielder which is nice that we finally made that transition pitching I will obviously they have one of the best pitchers in the league I would say at the very least, top three. I think you can argue him anywhere in the top three. I feel like probably the consensus, is, though, is that DeGrom is the best. But Cole has to be two or three if he's not one. But behind Cole, there are some question marks. And the good news is that the Yankees have a lot of depth behind those question marks. Like they have Kluber, Tyon, uh, Devi Garcia, Domingo Herman, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Luis Severino should be returning around the midway point, maybe in the second half of the season. They've all looked really good in spring training. Obviously, it's just spring training, but you gotta you gotta do what you're like working with. I can't predict obviously exactly how they'll do, but they've been looking really good. 
The bullpen is still strong, even though they lost Kane Lee to the Dodgers. I think he's out for this year anyway. And then Britton is out for a little bit. But they should be the. I think they should be the favorites in the AL. I'm going to die on the hill of make, uh, predicting that they're going to make the World Series. I mean, you just look at the AL. They really should be the favorite. And not that no team can give them a run for the money. Obviously, a team always comes up and they maybe they'll even be the favorites come playoff time. But the Yankees, just roster-wise, is just so good. And you have to imagine they'll make a move at the deadline or something. So I believe that they'll finish as the one seed in the AL East and that they should be the favorites to reach the World Series. Next up, I'm going to do the Blue Jays. Could easily have gone Rays. I'm going to go Blue Jays, though. I really like their addition to George Springer. I just think they're young and new, and I feel like I feel like I went chalk, I chalked it up basically a lot. So having the Blue Jays over the Rays was, like I guess, a riskier pick. But um, they went after a bunch of big names, and like Lindor, but they did get Springer, which is nice. Obviously, they missed out on Lindor as he went to the uh, Mets. And then the, my only problem is after Ryu, I have some questions about their pitching rotation, which will be problematic come playoff time or maybe even just throughout the season. But their lineup is young and scary, and no pitcher wants to go up against that with Vlad Guerrero, Guriel, Bo Bichette, George Springer, like I just mentioned. Like They are stacked inning-wise. So I think, I think they will. I could see the Rays or Blue Jays finishing two or three. I don't know exactly which one, but I'll go with the Blue Jays too to like make it a little interesting with my predictions. Three, I'm going to go the Rays in the AL East. I know they just made the World Series and they're the best record in the AL. I do think losing Charlie Morton and trading Blake Snell will hurt them, though, especially as a team that, like, they rely on their bullpen. And I think in a 60-game season, relying on your bullpen is a lot easier than relying in a 162-game season. Or however, if it's a little short, I think it's 162 again this year. And it's just... You're losing so many innings out of those guys, and I'm not sure who's going to definitely step up. Like they have Chris Archer back, but it's do you really do, can I trust Chris Archer yet? Like I know the Rays just magically make everyone they get better, and he was really good with them the first time around, but he hasn't been good for a little bit, or as good at least. So I just I, I have to see it a little bit because it's easier to be so dominant with your bullpen throughout 60 games, and like it's easy to be dominant if you also have the rotation. But right now it's just Glass now, who also has had health problems of his own. So right now, I just, I'm just i going to stick with the Rays at three. They still have a very good lineup, and I'm very excited to see a Rose Arena in full season. We only really saw them in the playoffs last year. But like I said, the Snell trade, I bet everyone they get is going to work out super well for them because that just always seems to happen. Making a trade with the Rays always works out for the Rays. And uh, Chris Archer, it is exciting to see him back because his Pittsburgh tenure was a little rough. But the team is better overall now since they got uh, Glass now and Austin Meadows from that. So yeah, so they'll definitely be in the thick of things. I just have them at three right now. Fourth up is the fourth is the Red Sox. They finished last last year. They have the fourth pick in the draft now. Their pitching should be more healthy. Eduardo Rodriguez, I think, is healthy after he had some COVID scares. Uh, Chris Sale, Tommy John, I don't know if he's going to be ready for the beginning of the season, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be back near the early, if not mid. I think he's been at spring training. I don't see them as serious contenders. Getting out of Vino from the Yankees for basically nothing was an overlooked move. It was a really good move for them. It helped their bullpen, which has been really bad in recent years. They have some really good hitters, too, with Devers, Bogarts, uh, J.D. Martinez, and Verdugo. It'll be his second year in uh, Boston. Alex Cora's back, unfortunately. But I'm just still not sold that they're a playoff team. They're improved. I mean, like, obviously trading Mookie Betts was still a stupid decision. They should have just signed him long-term, but... You know, it is what it is. But um, I just don't see them as a serious threat yet. Maybe in expanded playoffs, they'd be contending. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they're like hovering around 500, a little under, maybe slightly over, but that's not going to get you one of the five spots. Uh, next up is the Orioles. They'll, they'll probably finish last in division. It's tough to be rebuilding in this division. It's just it's just stacked. Even the Reds, the Red Sox aren't usually a fourth place team in the division. Just in this one, they are. Going to be another long year. I'm very happy for Trey Mancini, though, I will say. He had cancer, and he's back in spring training, and I hope he has a fantastic year. Eh, but other than that, it's going, to be, it's going to be another rebuilding year and a long year for the Orioles. So Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles. That's the order I have. Next up, we'll go with the AL Central. I'm going to do the White Sox. They added Liam Hendricks to their bullpen, and they added Lance Lynn to just bolster their starting pitching. They have the AL MVP in Jose Abreu. He was fantastic during that shortened season. Tim Anderson, exciting player at shortstop, always among the league uh, leaders in average. Uh, they have a pretty solid rotation along with Lance Lynn. They got Lucas Giolito. They have a nice young lineup, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert in the outfield, and DH. They could be a threat to independent this year. I know it seems like I might be skipping a step, but like I, I think they are currently preseason the biggest threats to the Yankees just because they have all that youth and they were able to put it together a decent amount last year. Like last year they were 35 and 25 and I know it was a short season, but they were really good. They did lose to the A's, I believe, in the playoffs. So they haven't won a playoff series yet with this core. So it might be I'm not I don't think they're gonna make the World Series, but they definitely should be in contention. I might be a year ahead of myself. I feel like them and the Padres are similar, although I think the Padres are much more talented. But I just think they're very similar teams, and with like maybe like everyone might be like a year ahead on them, but they're going to be contending. They def I think they both should definitely make the playoffs, and they should be, and both have a realistic shot at making the World Series. I don't I don't know if either will. I'm, I don't think I'm going to predict that either will, but they'll be they'll be there. And I, I still think the Tony La Russa hire was kind of a weird fit for this uh, White Sox team. And then, like, I think it was right after he got hired, he had, like, the DUI thing or whatever. It's just, it wasn't a great look. I, I don't know if I love, I don't love that hire, but is what it is. They're still going to be really talented and really good, and I have them winning the AL Central. Next up is the Twins. It's really hard to take this team seriously because you know the talent, but they've lost something like 18 playoff games in a row. Not series, which also is, would have been embarrassing. 18 games. They can't win a playoff game. It's so bad. They got swept in the ALDS in 2019 to the Yankees. 2020, last year, I think they lost 2-0 to the uh, Astros in the, uh, the first round. And the Astros were under 500. Granted, they made, were one game away from making the World Series, but still, they couldn't win a game. Like... Come on, uh, they're still a great regular season team. They're gonna hit. They're, I expect them. They're gonna be back in the playoffs. Right now, I have them being the wild card, but I wouldn't be surprised if they won the division either. I think it'll be between them, them and the White Sox the whole year. Their rotation isn't the greatest. They added Hap, who like if you're a Yankees fan like I am, like nothing too special. It has his moments, but obviously Jose Barrios is the uh, the top guy in that rotation. But even Barrios usually at, at the very best has a mid three. Maybe usually last year was a four exactly. I think, but they're gonna hit a lot of home runs. The offense is gonna be there, and obviously you got like Nelson Cruz. You have like Max Kepler, Garver. Just a lot of Donaldson should be healthy this year. I'm obviously like not naming everything. Buxton had a good year, I think, last year in the shortened season. They have so many. They have so much talent on that team, hitting wise. The problem is, is when you get into a wild card or in a playoff series, they're probably going to have be at a pitching disadvantage. I can't think of a team that's going to be in that's going to have a worse. And not that it's bad. It's just like it's not as good as these other teams. So especially in a one game when you're going to be versing some other lethal lineups, it's like, can you trust Barrios? Like I'm not sure yet. 
And I'm not sure that you could trust the other guys in the rotation in a series that goes longer. I know they have like Kenta Maeda also, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't trust them yet, but I expect them to still make the playoffs. Uh, by the way, Loyal Chicago just beat Illinois, so the first one seat to go down. That's crazy. Um, anyway, Indians are going to come third. I hated the Lindor trade from them, and they gave up Carrasco also when I feel like they definitely didn't need to. They basically didn't get much in return. They got Andres Jimenez and um, Ahmed Rosario, who's only one of them are probably going to be starting. Maybe maybe they find both in a starting spot, and they got like a prospect or two. They really didn't get much in return for the talent they gave up, and they basically committed to not spending on the team, which really pisses me off. I hate when teams do that, especially if they're like when they have the talent like they do, because they still have a solid, they still have a really good roster. They have the AL MVP candidate in Jose Ramirez. They have um, the AL Cy Young winner in Shane Bieber, who was just fantastic last year. They added Eddie Rosario. That was like their big move. They spent like seven or eight million to get Eddie Rosario, who's a nice piece. Who's a nice piece, and he'll help them. But it's just like they really just did not commit to winning, which bothers me. And like they've traded all of their pitching staff in recent recent years. I know Clevenger got injured, but they traded Clevenger to the Padres. They let Bauer go, but Bauer was kind of up and down. And now they like Kluber had injuries, but he's gone. And now they got rid of their franchise piece in Francisco Lindor. I can't believe it. They'll still be competitive. I don't see the playoffs similar like to the Red Sox or even maybe uh, some other teams. Like if it was expanded playoffs, they'd be in contention and possibly make it. But I think they're a clear third best team in this division. So I don't think they're going to contend for the uh, division. I think uh, the White Sox and Trins will be a decently amount of games ahead of them. Maybe like at least five or six, if not more. Next up, we have the Royals. I really like their Ben Attendee move. It's not always easy to get someone... I guess of his caliber. I do think he's overrated in my eyes, but he is a solid outfielder. They have some other nice pieces. Jorge Soler has refound himself after uh, his days with the Cubs. Now he's with the Royals. He had a lot of home runs in 2019. Win Merrifield is great. They're still an under 500 team in my in my guess, but they're possibly improved from previous years. Last year they were 26 and 34, but it was a shortened season. But like, I think that's a, around maybe what they'll do over 162, like the equivalent of that, maybe a little better. It's been a tough road since they won the World Series over the Mets in 2015, and they made it again in 2014, the year before, but lost to the Giants. So uh, I'm not too sure how. I don't think they're going to be that good, but at least competitive, more competitive than they were. I don't know. The Tigers now have AJ Hinch as their manager. Cheater. <laughs> Won't lie, there's there's just there's just not a ton I like about this roster. Like it would be nice to see Casey Mays, how he pitches in his first extended season. He was awful last year and seven a seven ERA and seven starts. Obviously, like I'm not saying anything about like about that how it'll be this year, but he, he is one of the future pieces of this franchise. He was the first pick in 2018. So hopefully he's better than he was. You'd have to imagine. Besides that, I just really don't see a lot I like on either side. But tough time to be a Detroit fan in general. I'm pretty sure the Red Wings are bad. I don't follow hockey too closely. The Pistons are just terrible. They have been for a little bit. And the um, the Lions are straight to their franchise quarterback, and they're in a rebuild, and they also have, like, no playoff success of recent memory. Tough time to be a Detroit fan. I'm sorry for you guys. I really am. So get ready for this long season. Next up, we got the AL West. This is the last division in the AL, obviously. I'm going to go with the A's at one. They have a very solid rotation led by Montas, Luzardo, and Bassett. I really like some of their hitting and Matt Olson. Matt Chapman is one of the best third basemen because like, he, he's great on both ends. He's great 
he's a really nice bat. He's a great defensive glove. One of the best, one of the best defenders at third in the league. They seem to overachieve. I feel like in the regular season, considering that they're a team that like also doesn't spend that much money, similar to the Rays. Not in the playoffs, really, but the regular season. Unlike the Twins, even if they don't get a playoff series win, they can at least pick up wins. Like they beat the White Sox last year. I think it was, uh, I think it was, yeah, two one in a, the three game set, and they lost to the Astros. I know, but they won a game at least. I don't know if it was three one or three two. Um, they should win the. I think they should win the division. If not the division, they should be a playoff team as a wild card. So we'll see what happens there. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna have them winning the division. Next up, I'm gonna go with the Astros. I do really like their Odorizzi sign. I do not like the Astros. They are behind the Red Sox, probably my least favorite team in the league. Uh, I think Verlander's missing the whole season. I'm pretty sure. At least most of it due to Tommy John. Losing Springer hurts. They almost lost Brantley, too, to the Blue Jays, but they were lucky, lucky to hold on to him. They still have a lot of pieces from their World Series team in 2017 and the team that lost in 2019 to the Nationals. Like, uh, they have almost all of them, honestly. Like, Grinke's now still atop the rotation. Odorizzi's a nice two or three with Lance McCullers. They have uh, so Gurriel, Altuve, Bregman, uh, Correa... Jordan Alvarez, so they they're all back. They're still all there, so they're going to be talented. They did um, struggle last season. I guess it's harder when you're not cheating. Who who would have thought? But they were still one one game away from making the World Series, even though they were under 500. They were yeah 29 and 31, but they beat the they swept the Twins because of course they swept the Twins. Then they um then they beat the A's and they were down 3-0 to the Rays and I think they yeah they came back to make it 3-3 and they lost in game seven. So it's hard to really predict because like do I go based off their playoff success where they were really good in the playoffs or do I just think they're a team with experience now who has got hot but they really were an under 500 team. I don't think they're an under 500 team, but I don't think they're that like a 90 win team, especially with the pitching issues, like with Verlander being out all the year. They do have solid pitching though. I'm going to go mid high 80s. I don't know if it's enough, maybe mid 80s for the wins. So I don't think I have them making the playoffs, but like they're competitive and they easily could make the playoffs, but I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt because I don't like them, so I won't. Next up is the Angels. I would love if the Angels made the playoffs, but I just don't see the any, like, I don't really think they made many upgrades to get me to believe that they will. I heard something that Trout fixed his swing, so, like, I don't know what was wrong with his swing to begin with because he was still, like, dominant, but imagine Trout with a better swing. Oh, gosh, that's, that's scary. <laughs> Him and Rendon, they're a lethal combination. Rendon's in year two now, his first full year in Los Angeles. Otani hitting is nice. That's a really nice middle of the order, 2-3-4, 3-4-5, whatever they decide to do. Pitching-wise is where I have my issues. I thought I know it's a lot of money to spend, but I thought Bauer would have just, just made sense. It's like, oh, the Angels should try and spend money to win. Bauer just won the Cy Young. He's the top pitcher on the market. Maybe go after him, and it, it just didn't seem like they made any kind of move forward. I did hear there was a little like him and Mickey Calloway, who I think Mickey Calloway did get released because he sent some inappropriate texts. I think he is not with the team anymore. I don't, I, but he was when Bauer was like signing. So I think that might have been why they didn't really go after him. But I feel like they could have made an effort. I feel like if they put enough money towards it, they would have been in the running with the Mets and the Dodgers. Instead, the Dodgers are even better. The Angels are clearly the second worst, second best team in town, which isn't saying much. But um, until they, uh, maybe once they get rid of the Pujols contract, I think which ends after this year, maybe they can put some real effort into getting a better rotation. But I'm just not sold on Dylan Bundy and Otani as your one-twos. 
But I would love to see it. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I don't think they're a bad team. Like last year, what, they finished 26-34. and 34. Hopefully they're closer to 500, if not above it, but I, just, I don't see the playoffs. I, I would love to be proven wrong, though, because there's nothing more that I want than Trout in the playoffs. I, I think it's horrible that we haven't seen him enough in the playoffs, and hopefully the Angels can finally get that done and build the necessary rotation. Rendon was a start, but they really need some pitching. Uh, next up is the Mariners. They got James Paxton back. I'm a little upset that he didn't work out in New York, but I hope he returns the form and he helps keep the Mariners competitive. Last year they were 27 and 33, third in the division. I think over a longer year they'll probably get worse. They have some young pieces that are nice. They have Kyle Lewis. He was in the AL Rookie of the Year voting. I don't remember if he won or not, but he was in there. They're not the most talented roster. Their streak of not making the playoffs is going to continue, but hey, at least they're not last place, you know? And speaking of last place, we got the Texas Rangers. They were 22 and 38 last year, and they got worse. So, yeah, that's not going to be pretty. They got rid of Lance Lynn, who was very good in his two years as Texas. He's now on the White Sox. And just look at the roster. There's just really no threats on either side. Like Gallo, uh, he could hit homers, but if he doesn't hit homers, he's probably striking out. So, you know, I expect them to be among the worst in the MLB, probably the worst team in the AL, along with like the Tigers, maybe the Orioles, but I think the Rangers will be worse than they are. So, yeah, not a promising year. Sorry, Texas Rangers fans, get in for a long one. All right, so based on that, I got the Yankees as the one seed, the White Sox as the two seed, the A's is the three seed. So those are your three division winners, Yankees, White Sox, A's. I'm going to go four seed as the Twins, the first wild card. So the, the wild card will be in Minnesota. And I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. I, I don't know why. I'm, I'm riding the young in the uh, hot wave instead of going with the Rays, even though they just won the division and won the AL. It's not me disrespecting them. I'm just a little concerned about their pitching losses. And I think what they did is a lot more... Uh, capable during a 60 game season with the bullpen I think it'll be a little harder to translate to a 162 when you just lost two of your most important arms and glass now already has struggles staying healthy but it would not surprise me all if they make it other teams that were in contention Indians and Astros Red Sox sort of not really I would love to see the Angels in contention like I said but I don't think so so I'm going with these five so Twins Blue Jays hate to say it Twins fans I feel bad for you Streak continues, even though you're at home. I just have Ruiz going to probably pitch better than Berrios, and I don't know if I can trust Berrios yet against like a lineup like the Blue Jays in a winner go home, but I like the Blue Jays lineup. It should be a high-scoring game. Like I would like to see like an 8-7, 8-6 game. Uh, honestly, for the Twins fans, I, I hope that streak ends. The Yankees have done enough to the Twins over the years, but um, I'm going to go with the Blue Jays to advance to play the Yankees. Now we got the one Yankees, five Blue Jays. I'm going to go with the Yankees. It'll be four games, but a tough four. The Yankees just have the better pitching, even though they have question marks. The Blue Jays also have question marks. I also think they have better hitting, even though the Blue Jays have a very talented lineup. The Yankees have a better bullpen, and they're going to have home field advantage. The Yankees rebound from an ALDS loss last year and make, make it back to the ALCS. We're going to see many of these matchups in the future. It's still an impressive and encouraging season from the Blue Jays to win the wild card and lose to the Yankees in the ALDS. I just... Even though the Yankees haven't made the World Series with this core, they've won They've won games and they've been in these meaningful games, whereas the Blue Jays haven't really. They lost in two games or three games to the Rays last year in the first round, and that's really all they've had. So it'll take time, and I think the Yankees are going to come out hungry because they've had so much playoff failures, I guess you could say, in the past couple of years. So I'm going to go with the Yankees over the Blue Jays. 
Next up, White Sox A's, a rematch of the first round last year where the A's won, I think, in three. This time, I'm going to have the White Sox winning, though. The A's are talented and they win games, but not really playoff series. And the White Sox have more talent. They're going to be at home for like three of the five games if it goes that far. They're just a more exciting team. Like, I don't know how to say it. Like, the A's do have a good rotation, but the White Sox do too. And they, they both have some pretty good bullpens. Obviously, the White Sox just picked up Liam Hendricks from the A's. Jose Abreu, though, is probably the best hitter on either side. He's going to have a big series, going to lead the White Sox. I'm going to go five games, though. I can see it going either way. I just, I'm high on the White Sox. Like I said, I think them and the Padres, maybe we're a year early on them, but I'm going to stick with it. I like them. I'm going to go White Sox over the A's. Then we have the one-seed Yankees versus the two-seed White Sox. I may be too ahead of myself with the White Sox, as I said, but if I have the Rays missing out um, to the Blue Jays, the White Sox have to be the biggest threat, since you cannot call the Twins a threat if they can't manage to win a playoff game. You could consider the Astros too, but I'm just not sold on their regular season success. And now that it's not eight teams make the playoffs again, I can't be too sure that a team that went 29-31 and 31 is going to make it. Especially because they lost George Springer, who was their best player last year. A lot of them struggled. Like, Altuve was bad. Bregman struggled. I mean, expect them to bounce back, but still. Again, I'm going to die on this hill that the Yankees are going to make the World Series. But I think they're the best team in the AL, and they should make it if they're healthy. I thought they were the best team in 2019, but obviously the uh, Astros had Verlander, Cole, and Grinky. Picking up Grinky at the deadline was huge. And honestly, it wasn't even that the Astros were that much better in 2019, like because they both kind of played poorly if you look at the games. The Yankees just could not hit with runners in scoring position. That was so tough to watch, and they really lost on some opportunities they had. But I think this year they're I think they are the most talented team. And I think if like even if two or three of those guys, because they have more pitching than I even mentioned, but if two or three of those guys give them a consistent season, Luis Severino comes back and he's good. They have the bullpen. I think I think they're the best team in the AL. I'm not gonna say best team in the league. I think Dodgers and possibly even Padres are better. But if as long as they're healthy and they're playing well, they are the best team. They have the best pitcher in the American League with Cole. So if you can get him pitching two or three times in that series arguably the best lineup. They're going to have home field throughout. They are chokers. I, I have mentioned the failures. They are chokers a little bit. They've, they haven't made the World Series with this core. 2017, they caught us by surprise. 2018, they had like a terrible loss to the Red Sox in game three, and they had an opportunity to win it in game four, and they couldn't get it done. Then 2019, they really, they won game one in dominating fashion, and then they lost two games on a walk-off, which was just brutal. But, and then 2020, they they Luke Voigt guaranteed a Game 5 win. They lose a 2-1 off a uh, Brousseau homer in the 8th, I think it was, off of Chapman. Chapman's let up some home runs. But, yeah, they've, they've really, they have been competitive in all the series they've had. I think this is the year they finally make it back to the World Series in 2009. They're going to be led by Cole, Judge, DJ. I'm going Yankees in 6. I'll give the other side of the World Series matchup next week when I do the NL and predict a World Series winner. I'm going the Yankees. Again, I am biased, but I, I don't think it's hard to tell that the Yankees are the best team in the American League. It's just will they finally get it done? I think there's a clearer gap than there has been in years past. I think last year, even though it was the Rays-Astros in the ALCS, I think it was clear the Yankees and the Rays were the best two teams. And it just like some years like feel like it and some years don't like 2019 it was the only year that i was like oh yeah they really should and looking back like that was their year like 2017 like i said caught us by surprise 2018 the, the red sox won like eight or nine more games than we did and they were just dominant throughout the playoffs they beat us in four astros in five and the dodgers in five and then 2019 like i said and then 2020 2019 was the year i thought we really should have won it 2020 we um 
2020, we were injured most of the year. It was a short season. We were only 33 and 27 because of those injuries. So like, didn't really, although like I thought we could have and should have won, didn't really feel like our year. This one hopefully feels more like our year. Anyway, now just before I stop talking about that. So yeah, anyway, just want to go over it. Yankees, White Sox, A's, three division winners in that order record-wise. Twins, Blue Jays, Rays, Astros, Red Sox, Indians are all fighting. And Angels, maybe two, fighting for that last playoff spot. But it goes to the Blue Jays I have. Um, I'm going to have the Twins over the, uh, the Blue Jays over the Twins, Yankees over the Blue Jays, White Sox over the A's, Yankees over the White Sox. Now I'm going to give like my picks for AL Cy Young and AL MVP. Not giving too many names, just one or two. Again, the, I'm, I'm biased. I'll admit it. But AL Cy Young, I'm going to go Garrett Cole. He has not won one. He should have won in 2019 over Verlander. Realistically, it could have gone either way. Uh, Cole was 20-5 and five with a 2.5 ERA, 326 strikeouts, .895 whip. Verlander, 21-6, 2.58 ERA, .803 whip, and 300 strikeouts. So Cole had a slightly better ERA and more strikeouts, and Verlander had a better whip. So honestly, it could have gone either way. They gave it to Verlander. I thought Cole deserved it. But maybe this is the year Cole gets it. 2020 wasn't really it wasn't it wasn't a bad year it just wasn't like it couldn't be a Cy Young win uh, award winning year for him based on how he pitches and also Shane Bieber is just fantastic like last year he was seven and three with a 2.84 ERA and that's disappointing quote unquote for him like it was so good but the problem with Cole it's not a problem it's just that sometimes he starts off kind of slow it happened in 2019 and 2020 and then as the season progresses he gets better and better and better which is actually what you want to see it's just early on you just have to have faith that it's like all right, he's going to find himself. He's going to be perfectly fine, which is exactly what happened the last few years. So it's hard in a 60-game season that even though he's pitching better and he got it down to 2.84, like if the season went on, I think he would have got it down to like a 2.3, 2.4. So I expect him to have around there. He's going to have the strikeouts. He's going to have the wins. He should have a lot of quality starts as well because that's an important, a really important stat now over wins. So I think Cole's going to put himself in position too. And if the Yankees are the best team, like I think they will be, why not? So I'm going to go Garrett Cole wins his first AL Cy Young. He's too good of a pitcher to not have a Cy Young, so hopefully this is the year. Next up is Judge, um, is AL MVP. I think Judge is one of them. I think Trout's going to win it, but I don't know why I said Judge. But Trout, Trout last year was his worst AL MVP ranking since um, he entered the league. He, um, he was fifth. He's not the flashiest pick, but he's so good that the Angels are competitive. It wouldn't surprise me. Like last year, in 53 games out of 60, finished fifth in MVP. He had 17 homers, 46 RBIs, and 281 average. Again, that's the lowest he finished, so he's going to be motivated. And he said he fixed his swing, which is going to make him scarier. Like 2019, he only played 134 games, and he still won it, the MVP. He had 45 homers, 104 RBIs, and batted to 291. Now, the reason why I said Judge, though, was if Judge stays healthy, he has a real shot, especially if the Yankees are going to be the best team. I'm going to stay with Trout probably. Maybe I'll, all right, yeah. when healthy, Judge is a monster. Like last year, he only played 28 games. He had nine homers, 22 RBIs, hit 260. But to start the season before he got hurt, he was on a tear. He was hitting a home run in consecutive games, but he keeps having injuries. Like uh, 2019, he played 102 games, 112 in 2018. 2017, he had 155 games, which is the year he should have and almost won MVP. We had 52 homers, 114 RBIs, 284 average. So we see what he's capable of. So if he stays healthy, I'm going to go judge. The only reason I'm leaning towards Trout is because I can't trust the health. So yeah, so Trout slash judge. If judge is healthy for the whole year, I think he breaks out and wins it. Also, voters have Trout fatigue. It happens every year. It happens with LeBron. 
It happens with Jordan. It happens with like your Brady and Paytons or whatever, Rodgers. You get fatigue. It's just what happens. I mean, Rodgers didn't win it this year, so I guess that goes against it. But, you know, they get fatigued. So if Judge is healthy, I'm going to go Judge, Which, but I'm going to pick Trout because I'm not sure Judge will be able to play enough games. So expect those to be top two. Jose Breu and DJ LeMahieu are going to be in that discussion as well. Expect Alex Bregman to rebound. He was not good last year, but he was a candidate for AL MVP in 2019. So, yeah, those are my picks. Uh, it should be a fun year in the AL, and I'm really excited to have baseball back. I'm really hoping this is the year for the Yankees, but it should just be a really fun year overall. I'm excited to do the NL next week. I will definitely do that. And then I'm not, And then after that, I'm not sure exactly how much I'll be talking about everything, but I'll definitely keep you updated with how the season's going. But yeah, it should be a really fun season. I'm glad baseball is back. I'm glad fans are back. I'm excited to go some games over the summer. But yeah, let me know who you guys have winning the AL or maybe your early predictions for the NL. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.